episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I have lost 145 pounds using my Fitbit and using my feet. And with me today is... Donald Weigel. And I have lost about 100 pounds. And uh, we are married. And we are We Only Look Thin. We are. How much weight have you lost? Uh, about 100 pounds. What oh, did you I said say? that. No, you said that. What did I say? No, oh. you said that. You okay. know what? We're having a little bit of technical difficulty in our neighborhood today. Uh, we're just going to start out by saying that there is construction work being done next door, and it is loud. There are hammers. There are buzz saws. And uh, so we might be a little distracted today, but we're going to give it our best shot, aren't we, Donald? Yes. We usually uh, try and record early in the morning before any of this sort of nonsense can happen, but we uh, we missed that window. So, yeah, so uh, you, you might... get you get the benefit. We're going to talk about a lot of tools you can use oh. for weight loss and fitness today. And so you may also hear power tools in the See, background. So really, it's for your benefit. Yeah, it's funny. I used to say that I like. I used to be very precise about how much weight I'd lost. <laughs> yeah, I've lost one hundred and two point one pounds. Like, yeah. and, and that, and now I just sort of am like, yeah. eh, it's about a hundred pounds. At some point, we'll come up with a, a more active entryway to the podcast. Like, hi, this is We Only Look Thin, the podcast where you learn tips and tricks and different. That's not going to happen today. Do you think we're going to do that? <laughs> I'd like to do that. I feel okay. like other podca- other right. successful podcasts do that. I feel like people are like, yeah, we know that you've lost 145 pounds. That's funny and fun. But maybe we should start <laughs> out with... No, you know how they do like... That's funny and welcome fun. Welcome to the Happier Podcast, where we give you tips and tricks and wisdom of the ages to blah, blah, blah. Maybe we should just use the happier... Oh, yeah. Entry and way. just change happier Hi, to I'm We Only Rubin. Look Thin. Yeah. <laughs> sure. She won't know. Yeah, that sounds good. I like it. All right. So what are we talking about today, dear? We are talking about apps. Oh. And that's short for many things. Yes. Which is why this is funny. Uh, We are going to talk about appetizers and applications. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have to say it like that every time? And app. Pull sauce. I actually, do you remember when you were a kid and you would go to things and there would be a sign that you're supposed to cheer and it would say, what would the, the the sign say? Do you remember? Uh, uh, applause. Applause. I didn't know how to read very well, so I thought it was applesauce, but I just thought that that was when people clapped. Well, you know, there was a joke in front of the, uh, what was it, the um, Gary Shandling show, what that, that show he had on HBO. Yeah, like the Gary Shandling show. <laughs> like Hank would, well, I don't think that's what it was called. Hank would, it was Larry Sanders. Larry Sanders. Hank. Hank would say, like, there, the, every before every episode, he would warm up and say, that sign says applesauce, and he the would. audience would laugh, and he would go, no, actually, it says applause. I don't remember that, because I think I just said it, thought it said applesauce, because that's what I thought as a kid. Yeah. When I was in third grade, do you know that Pinky Tuscadero came to my school? No. With, she was in, like, some singing troupe with her actual sister. Wow. And, uh, yeah, from Happy Days, they weren't all happy days, but that was a happy day. And they actually had the applause sign, thought it said applesauce. How many points are in applesauce? Nobody knows. No Nobody one knows. knows. No, uh, that's uh, that's not something that science has figured out yet. No. Uh, Did Leather Tuscadero come too, or just Pinky? It, it was Tuscadero something. I, yeah. I can't say for sure. It was a long time ago, but I All remember right. being impressed because it was Happy Days. I'm uh, I'm jealous, though. Either way. Yeah, you should be. Anyway, so we are talking about apps. It is spring here in America. Uh, I think yesterday was the equinox, which yeah, which was the springing things right on us. And um, this is a good time to do some spring cleaning of your apps on your phone, and maybe also of your apps in your menus. 
Yes, yes, indeed. It's not, uh, we, we want to focus on some very useful apps, some apps that we have used uh, in order to achieve our weight loss and fitness goals, but we also want to talk about the apps that are counterproductive <laughs> to those goals. You know, okay, so uh, it's funny because it's apps, get it? Wah, wah, wah. That's what I was saying. Uh, but I remember in the before times when I would go to lunch with colleagues, I don't know if this ever happened to you, Donald, or maybe out with friends, James, yeah. when... Do you know how people would say, like, hey, should we get some apps for the table? Oh, As yeah. though the table yeah. was the one ordering the apps. Right. It was like a Ouija board. Nobody wanted the apps, but that maybe the table wants apps. Maybe should we get table, apps for the table? Yeah. Let's yeah. just get all the apps for the table. I would always want to strategically place those apps near as near to me as possible so I wouldn't should have get, to like reach very far. Maybe either. we should get two mozzarella sticks that way, that side of the table right. and this side of the table. Because right. you don't have to like stretch that way. The table I can eat this a... entire plate and then the rest of the table. Oh table can share the other plate well yeah. and i used to think that i think we've mentioned this before someone did that like when i would go to cheesecake factory yeah they had avocado egg rolls oh my goodness those were so good <laughs> ingredients avocados eggs it's basically just health food it's yeah, like it's you're having a food. breakfast scramble exactly. basically yeah i don't know how many calories those have but it's like a thousand each I or something i was going to say it's more than that but i thought i was being healthy because i was getting an appetizer turns out there were they were cut in half so it seems like a smaller portion but yeah. then you end up eating eight of them and right. yeah it's 1500 calories um so our first tip of the day tip Tow, tow, everybody. Tow, tip of the week. Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to <laughs> it's you. It's been a while. There's a little bit of dust on that joke. Yeah. Uh, but the first tip is if you're a person who goes to restaurants or receive things from restaurants, watch the apps. Yeah. If you're getting an entree, chances are the entree from the restaurant is already 1,200 to 1,800 calories. Easy peasy without yeah. sides. Yeah, I can't remember like what a Bloomin' Onion is and one of those deep fried onions. It was about 2,000 Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, For the table. It's crazy. That table is so hungry. It's just onion. How many calories can it have? I actually Turns out thought all that. the calories. Turns out it has all of it's them. It's a vegetable. Yeah, so we're not, we're not saying don't ever indulge in things. We indulge in things, but just be mindful. Like when you go to a restaurant, the app can just about double or more whatever calories you're about to have yeah and we were i was talking about it the other and when day. we talk about apps in this case we're talking about appetizers <laughs> just to be clear we are so i was talking the other day to someone about how we have to, we are we have the ability to make choices when we go out to eat when we get takeout when we get take in take away whatever you call it yeah where if you're getting an appetizer don't get the entree you you do not need both if you're getting appetizers, maybe split an appetizer. That's all you need because it's a lot of calories. It's so funny. Even at this point in my life where I'm on board with this, when you say that, I get huge disappointment feelings <laughs> inside. Like, but I want both. Well, but we were talking about it. Walt Place, W-L-T Place, Walt Place. Yeah. Accountability.com. Um, <laughs> don't <laughs> no. go to accountability.com. That's don't. not our website. That's not our website. <laughs> No, but we were talking about the reason that you're going out to eat. I used to see it as I'm going out to eat because I am I want to get things that I can't get at home. And it was, 
I want to get my money's worth by getting appetizers and entrees and desserts because I can't make all of that at home. Now I realize that the main reason for going out, food is delicious. Yeah. Let's not say it isn't. But it's so that I don't have to cook. I don't have to buy groceries. I don't have to make – I don't have to do dishes. Yeah, like, for sure. It And for me, letting go of that all-or-nothing attitude toward going out to eat or getting takeout actually matters because I realize now that the benefit of it is just being able to not cook and being able to indulge and also knowing that there will be more food in the future and I don't have to get the appetizer and the entree and the dessert every single time. Yeah, I uh, I think that that fear of missing out thing, like anytime I went out, I felt like I wanted to have the taste of all of those things or as many different things as possible. And I just wanted to be as full as possible. And I was kind of hoping to fill up on appetizers so that I would then be able to take some of my entree home, yeah. which didn't happen that often because I really can eat a lot of food, but uh, it uh, it was all this sort of vicious cycle of like trying to stuff myself as much as possible. Yeah, I think too, there is an Italian place that we used to get takeout from quite often, and they have a delicious uh, appetizer bread thing that just comes along with the entree. Yeah. And I think one time they forgot to include them in the meal, and it was the end of the world world at the time i was like why are we even doing this i wanted it so uh watch out for those appetizers those freebies those throw-ins because they're a whole meal in themselves yes indeed so now i think we've exhausted the appetizer part of our uh, our conversation now we can talk about the application <laughs> part of our conversation oh gosh, we're terrible. <laughs> so um you know if Continuing the theme of apps that are counterproductive, oh. um, we wanted to talk about we, – we do want to highlight some apps that we find very useful that we use every day, but also wanted to talk about perhaps getting rid of some of those apps or at least making – some of those apps harder to get to that are stealing your time and your money. Yeah, so – as it is spring, this is a good time for renewal and for really looking at your phones because, you know, phones are amazing and they're also terrible. Yeah. Uh, they uh, simplify and they complicate. I can just do over and over again juxtapositions of words, but I, I think you've got the point. But we collect so many apps over the years that end up, you know, swipe after swipe on our phones that we don't even use that might have been useful at one point that somebody suggested. And even looking at my phone as I'm going through, I realize there are apps I don't even know what they're for anymore. So maybe I should get rid of those. But as yeah. Donald as Donald was saying, we should really be using our phones mindfully because so many times we say we don't have enough time to dot, dot, dot. And really, we're spending a lot of time on our phones. I do it. I mean, looking at my screen time average, I know I keep certain apps open, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. But it's like, you have been online 37 hours today. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, that's Mars Mars math, I think. But, yeah. but today, we're challenging you to take a look at your phone and start deleting some apps that, like Donald said – are robbing you of time, happiness, or money, and maybe all of the above. Um, we have apps, Donald was just saying that he deleted all of his gaming apps off of his phone, um, which again, no, we're not saying that you have to be a highly efficient weight loss machine at all times. But when you find yourself, you know, up until 11 o'clock at night, regretting being up at night playing Candy Crush or, you know, Pong or whatever app you're using. Yeah. 
it might be a time to delete it off of your phone. Because yeah, I found that I was spending a lot of time. I would start playing a game before bed, and then I would get so into it that I just, you know, before I knew it, I was up for 30, 40, yeah. you know, an hour later than I wanted to be. So I, a couple of years ago, just deleted all the games off of my phone, which may be really extreme for a lot of people, but... I found that I, at this point, I don't miss them, and I really enjoy getting the sleep that I get. Now, that's not to say that I don't still scroll um, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook before bed, but I find it a lot easier to put those things down and put them away than I did a game once I would really get invested in that game. Yeah, so watch when you suddenly see that you have lost time for yourself, when you intend to maybe spend five to ten minutes looking at something, and you find that you know, hours have gone by and then suddenly you don't have time to meal prep or rebound or go for a five minute walk. Another thing is really paying attention to the apps that make you sad. Apps where you feel like you're comparing yourselves to others, that you're not enough. Things like I don't use TikTok or Snapchat. <laughs> um, the, I feel like I'm just too old for TikTok. The I, I've decided. And the snap- I've decided that t- that TikTok is just not yeah, for people my age. If there was a Snapchat where we could just talk yeah, about Snapchat snacks, for I'd, sure, I'd be in. But the apps that you feel like you're comparing yourselves to others, I've already talked about deleting or unfollowing people that I find myself comparing myself to, whether they're it's in the health and wellness industry or people who are making more money than me. If it makes you feel bad, please delete it. Don't hate scroll. It is a waste of time. Uh, also, apps that take away your money, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit more that ties into uh, the, the main topic of this episode. What's the main topic? Nobody knows yet. We'll see at the end what it ends up being. <laughs> but apps that take your money where you weren't expecting to spend money and then suddenly you find yourself spending money on it. Maybe maybe delete those. Um, so a couple of suggestions that I have are to scroll mindfully. Set a timer on your watch or on your phone to look at an app because it's amazing how quickly 10 minutes goes by when you're just scrolling Pinterest. Yeah. Another option is to stand up when you are looking at apps that might be time sucks. So if I'm going to look on Instagram, it might be better for me to stand in the living room and scroll than it is to get cozy and comfy on the couch with a cup of coffee, which is what I did this morning. I lost 45 minutes. Goodbye. Um, (laughs) Did I get steps? I did not. Um, Put your phone in another room. I know we are all connected to our phones in our back pockets and our front pockets, side pockets, front pockets, all the pockets. we got lots of pockets and places to put phones. Maybe put it in the other room when you're trying to focus on a task. Yeah, that seems terrifying sometimes (laughs) to put my phone actually in another room that I could be that disconnected for that long. So that's probably a good indicator that I should be doing that more often. Yeah. So, I mean, and this is something that our middle school principal suggested was like charging your phone in another room. What? But what if I, someone needs me right now? Yeah. Yeah. What if I get an alert on uh, on uh, Reddit about a new Funko picture or something right. that I'm going to miss? Right. Um, another one is turn off your push notifications. We get this alarm. It's not an amber alert, but we get this alarm that buzzes off for Joanne's Fabrics with their once-in-a-lifetime deals that end in 20 minutes if you don't respond to them. Donald and I both get them, and I think it's some urgent emergency. Turns out yeah. we're just missing bargains. Maybe it's time to delete that and stop the push notifications. Yeah, Joanne's Fabrics thinks that I need to buy crafting <laughs> supplies day. about every 20 minutes. <laughs> well, we... Uh, there's an app that I use now where you can pay by credit card for something, and they send me daily updates 
of like other fun things. I'm like, we don't need to be in a relationship right now. I'm yeah. like just paying for like I'm paying for my parking meter. I don't need fun tips and hints and uh, yeah. For us and to it's be like friends. our the car dealerships where we bought our cars. Like our cars are both relatively new, and I probably get two or three emails a week from them, like trying to get me to buy another new car off yeah. of them. I'm like, I don't I don't need a new car every couple of years. That yeah. just isn't me. Exactly. So. Finally, delete apps that do not spark joy. Uh, going back to the KonMari idea of the things that, like I said, you don't even remember what the app was for. Maybe it was applicable a year ago. Maybe you've moved on to another app that's that better fits your lifestyle. Just go through and delete. You can always go find them again. The internet's full of apps. But um, declutter, decompli- decomplicate, is that an uncomplicate your life? Um but it actually does matter in finding time to do things that are actually healthy for us because we always say we're always vying against the clock like, oh, I don't have time to track my calories. I don't have to- you don't have time to track your calories because you spent 90 minutes yeah. on, you know, baby beluga yeah, app dot it, com. It, it probably takes 10 minutes or less for me to track my calories every day. But I. You know, that may seem like a burden, but then, you know, it's no problem for me just to mindlessly scroll Twitter uh, for much longer than that all the time. Right. So keep your home screen clear of apps that are kind of addictive. The yeah, ones that like you click things on that are like time. super tempting. If you don't see them all the time, you may, you know, if it, if it even just that small barrier of having to go to your app drawer and search for it, you know, makes it a little bit harder for you to to uh, be spend time on it. Exactly. I think Gretchen Rubin calls it creating friction. You want to have friction for things that are not helping you. And you want to make things smooth and easy glide for things that are helpful. So in in all of this, Donald and I use our phones all the time. And there are so many apps that we do use that have made our health and fitness journeys better and our lives better. And so we're the the first part of this podcast is don't do it. And the second part of this podcast is do it. Yeah, Use but, your phones. But before we move on to the do it part of it, we, we skipped a big, obvious Uh-oh. don't do it part, which Uh-oh. is... Get rid of your food delivery apps. 100%. You do not need them. Yeah. the Anything that makes it like super easy for you to get takeout is bad news when you are trying to reach a health and fitness goal. Right. Postmates, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, Pot-a-doodle-doo. Now There's I like, feel like you're giving people suggestions for apps that they're going to go download. No, we get, you know, flyers on our door handle that are like, oh, do you want marijuana to be more easily deliverable to you? Are you so strung out that you can't drive to go get pot? Then we've yeah, got an app for hopefully you. Hopefully I don't have to explain to the adults in the room why the marijuana <laughs> app would lead to overeating. Right. Munchies, everybody. But there are actual, there are alcohol delivery apps. There's Pink Dot, isn't that something from the 1990s? <laughs> sure, I, I don't know if that's still a thing, but sure. But making it difficult to enable your negative behaviors matters because we used to get takeout all the time. We used to actually have to call places, talk to people on phones, give them our credit card information. Yeah. And now it's just an app. It's not a person. It's anonymous. In this time of COVID, you don't even see people. They just leave it under a bush, and then you come an hour later and you get it. It's very cloak and dagger. But get the app off the phone. Don't store your credit card information easily to make it easy for you to make those less than desirable choices. Yeah, it's just too easy and too tempting, even for those with the the strongest willpower. Uh, so get it off your phone. Yeah. 
All right, now let's talk about the apps that have positively affected our life. That sounds fantastic. Um, The number one life-changing app for me, which I know is a little bit controversial with some people, but that is Fitbit. Ooh. Um, Not only does the Fitbit app track my steps over time, tracks my weight over time, I can use it for tracking my water intake, Uh, I can use it for tracking my food, which is uh, what I do. Um, I, I use that primarily for all of those things. Um, it shows me my calories in versus calories out. I don't care about macros at all, but if that's your thing, Fitbit also keeps track of your macros for you. Um, it does all of those things. I know that there are people out there who don't like it for whatever reason, but for me, it has been literally life-changing. Yeah, and I even got my Fitbit app before I had a Fitbit. And if you don't have a Fitbit, your phone can still track your steps for you. So I actually used that for two months before I got my first Fitbit. Now, we know that other people have Apple Watches. Other weight management apps include and are not limited to MyFitnessPal 8 and lose it. And I'm sure there are like 20 others that you can use. Finding the one someone asked the other day, what's the best one? The one that you're going to use consistently. Yeah is what you need. Now, I have to say, I've only just looked at Lose It for the first time very recently. It seems really, really good. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm sort of into the Fitbit ecosystem. I don't know if I will change, but uh, uh, it does look very cool. Well, and I think, too, when we first started out, all I was doing was tracking calories. I didn't care about my heart rate. I didn't care about macros. I wasn't really tracking water. Calories in and calories out is what got me down 100 pounds. Yeah. And now, as I've lost the 100 pounds and I'm maintaining, I actually just joined Lose It to see what it was like. There is a robust data collection that they do. Oh, um, robust, everyone. Robust. There is a lot of data, but if you're just starting out, too much data can be crippling. I know it can for me. So keeping it simple and sticking with one weight loss app can work. Um, Again, I know we mentioned the 8 app, which tracks photos of the foods that you're eating and then how they made you feel, if you felt like you were on track or off track, that can be good too. So finding one that works for you based on your current lifestyle, it matters. It definitely does. Um, And then there are some other apps which um, may seem uh, like they're not 100% weight loss related and they don't have to be. But um, an app that I used for a long time uh, was Habitable, which is habit tracking. And um, as Catherine likes to point out, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes I use the app, sometimes I don't, sometimes, you know, I go to paper, sometimes it's stickers on calendars, which that's not really my thing, but, uh, Catherine does all the time. But, um, I, if you would like a good habit tracking app, that's a good one. And then an app that Catherine has used a lot is called Don't Break the Chain. Yep. I do not break the chain. I am on day 270 of flossing. Whoa. 270 days. Do you know what you've been doing for 200? 170 days not nothing not tracking your (laughs) but as donald said depending on the season different apps apply and different apps motivate me i used habit bull for a while like donald said there are other habit trackers right now don't break the chain is one that i'm really liking so whatever works for you finding one that you'll use is the best one to use (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And um, I also use a, a calendar app called BZ Reminder that's available for Android and for uh, I- iPhone. 
that reminds me uh, particularly of to get my 250 step goal every hour. Um, I, I try and get at least 250 steps between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. every day. And um, Fitbit does offer a reminder, but it only comes on 10 minutes before the hour is up. And a lot of times, like if I don't get my reminder until then, I'm sort of trapped on a phone call or whatever, and I, I can't get up and get it. So I have BZ reminder, remind me at 25 minutes after the hour um, so that I then have, you know, about 35 minutes to get in that 250 steps. And I use it for all kinds of things, um, it just not just health and fitness related, but all kinds of reminders. And you can set it so that it really just keeps bugging you until you actually do it, which is what I do. And uh, that way I don't miss a lot of these things. Yeah, it sets him into a, a rage every 10 minutes or so. It's yeah. very exciting to be married to a man who is constantly being annoyed by his phone. Exactly. But in a, in a good way. It's like the me of the past is annoying the me of the present. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like accountability. Yeah. Um, are there any other uh, habit or time apps that you want to talk about? I've got a couple. Go ahead. So uh, one that I recently found, which is a little aggressive, but funny and uh, good for people who need outer accountability. There is an app called Forest. Forest. Oh, I never heard of this one. Is an app where you set a timer to not scroll on your phone. Oh yeah, you told me about and this you earlier. Plant today. a cute little tree. It's like a little Tamagotchi. Yeah. But if you scroll your phone and leave the app, you kill the tree. <laughs> so you so, don't want to kill trees, do you? No. Uh, so it's a. Uh, I've only used it a couple of times. It's, it's kind of a gimmicky app, but it is. Uh, it is fun. And super fun to build trees. You build trees, right? That's that you sure. build them out of wood. Sure. Um, but uh, but forest is one. I believe there's also a Pomodoro app, which is another time oh, and yeah. productivity app that you can set uh, breaks and timers to keep you focused on track. I definitely need as many time focus apps as I can find. Yeah, because, for sure. Uh, I get easily distracted. Yeah, I could uh, I could definitely use more of those at work, actually, not <laughs> just with uh, with health and fitness. Um, another app which may not seem completely health and fitness related that I would like to highlight is called Our Groceries. Ooh, O-U-R this is a really good groceries. one. It is a grocery list app. You can use it for many, many other things. We actually um, also use it for podcast ideas, but Catherine is iPhone. I am Android and it is cross-platform. Um, it costs a few bucks to buy it, but um, you can you keep your groceries in it. Um, it's got a scanner function, so you can scan the barcodes of things, and not everything is in there, but um, a lot of things are. And if something's not in there, you can add it manually, and you can actually take a picture of it so that when Catherine goes to the store without me, she's got a photograph of exactly what I want on it and it updates in real time. So if she adds something to the list, it shows up on the list in my phone. If I add something, it shows up on her phone and you can put the pictures in there so that the other person can know exactly what you want. And it's also a great reminder. Like I tend to eat the same things over and over again all the time. And I think a lot of people are like that. And it is a great reminder. I can just go to our list for, you know, each particular grocery store and the things that I buy there most show up on the list. And I can just, once that I've entered them the first time, I click on it once and it pops it into the like need to buy list. And then it's right there. And it's a great reminder of what I might be out of or what I might need. Yeah. And, and if we're both shopping at the same time, it updates live. So if he crosses something off the list in aisle seven and I'm in aisle 20, it tells us that the other person 
has already purchased it. So it's not like, hey, honey, did you do the thing or blah, 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 blah. So it's, uh, you know, articulate things like that. Hey, honey, <laughs> did you do the thing? Yes, that's exactly what we say. And like Donald said, we use it for other kinds of lists too, to-do lists. Uh, you know, our 2021 goals. What are those? I don't know. Just keep podcasting, keeping it real. Exactly. That's about all we have on that list. We, but. <laughs> we made a list for it. But we do we do have, uh, I may have already said this, we do put podcast ideas on it as we have them. And then, you know, when we're uh, when we're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about next, we can refer to the list and, and go off of that. Exactly. And we know that, like, so many grocery stores, like, and even Amazon Fresh has grocery apps where you can just log it and then pick it up curbside, which we don't do often, but um, those are also great resources. There's also an app that I found called Eat This Much which is a meal planner, grocery list, and calorie tracker. So if you put in the kind of food that you want to eat, it comes up with recipes, and then it populates a grocery list for you and tells you how many calories it has. I think it also has alternate ideas if you want to make something low-fat or low-calorie or even vegan options for things. Yeah, that's Um, cool. that might be a rabbit hole I'm not ready to go down. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, maybe when I'm retired, I can spend all that time on that app. Uh, so that's another food app. Do you have any other food type apps you want to talk about? No. Okay. So uh, I will list a few apps that I am interested in. First of all, and this is something that Donald, it's more, maybe he should get a warning on this one. But there's, <laughs> there's an app called Life, uh, which tracks your, uh, your cycle. And, ah. Or lack thereof, depending on your time of life. And uh, it has been really good for me to track my cycles and maybe some irregularities. That way, when I go to the gynecologist, I actually have a record of when my cycles are, how long they last. Um, you're welcome to put in as little or as much information as you like. But for me, it's been really helpful. It also sets an alarm and lets you know when your cycle is anticipated or when PMS might hit. Might be a good time to close the kitchen and get away from it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, not not experiencing that myself, but having observed it for a very long time, he, it seems like a good idea. He's a victim of it. Um, another one is uh, our good friend Nicole suggested the app called IM, letter I-A-M, which is a positivity app that just sort of gives you little positive phrases uh, and mindfulness things throughout the day. Um, you can set it to actually just post every couple of hours and it gives you a new affirmation. Oh, that sounds it nice. It might sound silly but it's really nice to have just a little positive note of like, I'm worthy, I'm ready to go, I can do this, I've done hard things. Um, other, po- I can't think of anything other positive. Where, where's the beef came to mind, but I know that that's not... Your awesome sauce. Where's the beef? It says, where's the beef to you? Nice. Um, another one is, which is back in sort of the health and fitness world, is the road... ID app. That's road and then the letter ID. Oh, yeah, that's a good Um, one. We have road IDs. If you go to their website, roadid.com, not a sponsor of the show. So we've talked about it before on the podcast. The road ID is a personal identification ID that you can wear on your sports tracker watch or on your shoe. If you are injured when you are out and about in town and you're by yourself, it's great if you have your ID card because then you know where you live, but it includes the name and contact information of people who first responders could actually respond to and say, hey, Donald Weigel, Catherine Weigel was injured and she can't talk for once. 
Um, so yeah, it's got your emergency contact info. It's engraved on a little metal plate, and it's got uh, the ones I have have Velcro on them, and I keep them on my shoe. You know that way, like everybody says, well, I've got my wallet on me, but your wallet, you know, has your address, but it, you know, typically yeah. you don't have any emergency contact information on there. This has actual like Catherine's name and phone number, so if they need to reach her, it's easily found. Right. So the road ID app is actually used if you are out by yourself. You can set a tracker to track where your GPS location is, and you can send that information to a friend or a loved one so that they know where you are. So say you're out on a run or a bike ride by yourself and you're injured somehow, the road ID sets a timer for how long you plan on being out. And if you are still, if meaning if you're not moving, which is what still is, um, for five minutes, 10 minutes, it will send out an alarm and a notification of your last location to your loved one. That way, if you're out and about on your own, there's a little bit of safety uh, so that you're not just, hey, I'm going on a run. Okay, that's great. But where are you? Um, So it gives me some peace of mind, especially as a woman uh, wanting to stay safe. It gives me peace of mind. Another one I used when I first started out was the Couch to 5K app, which helped me actually do my first 5K ever in my whole life as a grown up when I was 42 years old. Um, So there are a few different versions of that app. Some are free, some are paid, um, but it really helped me do pacing for getting up to running. That sounds great. Uh, And congratulations on that 5K at 42. Thanks. Um, And the uh, last category that I wanted to talk about um, were audio apps. And it may not seem obvious right away what this has to do with health and fitness. But, A, you are listening to a podcast (laughs) right now. And, you know, a podcast app that I really like is called Pocket Cast. And one of the things I really like about it is it it also costs a few bucks uh, to buy uh, buy the app. But... I can sync my podcast, any podcast that I'm subscribed to, I can sync it to other devices so that they're all um, in there when I log into a new device. Anything that I've uh, that I've subscribed to, that I've bookmarked to, um, shows up on whatever advice I, device I log into with the Pocket Cast app. It's available for Android and for iOS. And like if when I get a new phone, like they're all just there and it makes it really easy for me to, you know, remember the podcasts I'm subscribed to and which include health and fitness podcasts like this um, that uh, you can listen to. And then also uh, I really find audiobooks to be super helpful when I'm exercising. Um, I really like I know a lot of people prefer music when they're trying to exercise. So I really like to listen to audiobooks when I'm exercising. And I use something called the Smart Audiobook Player, which is available for Android, which if you have any um, uh, audiobooks that you've downloaded, you can listen to with that. There's one called SmartBook Audio Player for iOS. And then a lot of people don't realize this, but you can um, borrow audiobooks for free from your local library online by um, a lot of lot public libraries. Um, you just enter your library card information um there are apps called Overdrive, Libby, and Hoopla, which all allow you to uh, download and listen to audiobooks for free, um, just as if you were physically going to a library. And then lastly, I have an Audible subscription, which definitely does cost money, but I really enjoy it. And it really, um, there's a lot of things included with your Audible subscription. And then you can also use Audible credits to, you know, own audiobooks forever. I got Atomic Habits That Way uh, by James Clear, which we've talked about a lot. 
um, for one. And, uh, it can, it's really helpful for me. I like to listen to a lot of different things, but including health, fitness, you know, related self-help kind of audiobooks uh, with Audible. Yeah. So I think that does it for us on giving you different apps that you can go to to enhance your health and fitness journeys. But again, remember that our phones are great assets, but they can also really hold us back. Please try letting go of apps that take away your time, your happiness, your money, and your calories. Uh, Make it... Build up some friction between making it easy for you to do things that are not in your best interest. Again, we're not saying that we all don't deserve downtime, relaxing enjoyment, but if it is taking up your time and sucking out your will to live so that you don't actually go out for a five to 10 minute walk, that might be a sign that it's time to clean out your phone, get rid of the apps that no longer serve you, get rid of the apps that you don't even remember what they're for. And it saves you that mental space of having to worry about all the different clutter that you have on your phone. Make it easy to make good choices by building friction between you and the apps that aren't serving you. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate it. Um, we know we threw a lot of apps at you on this uh, on this episode, but I will endeavor to link to all of them in the show notes. Uh, we don't actually get anything for any of these apps. This is not like an advertisement for all of these apps. These are things that we've actually used and find useful in our weight loss and fitness journeys. Um, so if you'd like to check them out, I will put uh, links to them all in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and if you have apps that have helped you on your fitness journey and you want to share them with us, you can send us an email at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And uh, you can also contact us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at We Only Look Thin. Yep. And if you would like to join our online Women's Up Accountability Group, Walt Place, WLT Place on Facebook, you can go to our website, weonlylookthin.com, and click on our Join Our Support Group link. We have two different subscription options, a monthly option that comes with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription that comes with a seven-day trial so you can give us a try. Yes, indeed. Um, And uh, while you're at weonlylookthin.com, if you prefer not to use an app, uh, you can listen to all of our podcasts on the website. We keep them all there, and uh, they are all uh, available uh, from all the way back to the beginning when we started. Yep, and if you would like to leave us a five-star review and a happy rating, please go to Apple Podcasts, and you can leave us a rating and review. Um, Every positive review gives us a little boost in the ratings and uh, helps other people find our podcast. Yeah, the more ratings and reviews we have, the more uh, Apple boosts you know, our podcast when people are searching for health and fitness podcasts like ours. So if you're breaking into a cold sweat, just thinking about plugging <laughs> your phone in in another room and not having it by your side, just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.